some of them. You're wasting all your time and money on models. Paint what you have. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Model Club TV, episode 88. <laughs> tried to throw me on the math there. You tried to throw me on the math. I saw it. It's five and three. That's eight and eight. Instead of your four, 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 fours. I got you. All right. Not getting anything past me today. How are you, Scott Johansson, my lovely co-host? You're a math major. I'm great. Good. I'm fantastic. Uh, I'm Jason Walker, host of this mess. And we were, uh, this is going to be a short episode. We had some plans and everything went sideways. So if you hate the two of us, <laughs> you're going to hate this episode. Uh, we have no guest. That same person has fallen through again. We yep. hope one day to have that person on. <laughs> they yeah. shall re remain nameless at this point. Yep. We're going to punch him in the stomach when we see him. Yep. Uh, what's new, man? How are you? I, I'm dandy fine. <laughs> dandy fine. Uh, remember, everybody, like, subscribe. Uh, we have a Discord channel. That information will be down below. We also have Redbubble and Discord. I just said Discord. Redbubble and Teespring is there too. So for your merch needs, which we don't have a lot of, but I want to revamp that. Anyway, uh, let's do some quick updates. Wonderfest. I just saw that the hotel is officially sold out. So if you did not make a room yet, you're going to have to book somewhere else. And the do other maker room, what do you make your own room now? Is that, yeah, I, yeah, I think you could, you may put a tent up outside. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your mom in it. All right. Anyway, go ahead. We're not even what three minutes in my God. Go for the record. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, did Michael Jordan wait? Did Michael Jordan wait three minutes before he started to score in a basketball? No, game? that's true. Okay. You're yeah. right. Michael Jordan. All right. Well, the opportunity there. All right. Uh, yes. The other thing is we have a, we think a live episode coming up for the last episode in March due to some traveling and Adepticon. I will not be around for when we normally do it. So I think we're just going to do another live episode, March 30th. I think it's a Saturday from when we looked at the calendar. So everybody kind of tentatively mark your calendars. Live episode, March 30th, Saturday. So that'll be fun. We'll have some more guests. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Not a bad idea. So what's new? What else is going on there, buddy? Not only the talent, the brains. Yes, you are the brains. That's for sure. Well, I can do math. I know five and three is eight. So. I knew that too. It was right there, right there longer. at the beginning. Yeah, you're, you're down there going this. Well, that's eight. Yeah. Oh, well, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be one of those. Uh, see anything? Anything new? You're burping. Great. What a such a wonderful human being you are. How? I, what a wonderful human being. I, yes, I am. I, I just if uh, boggles the mind. Uh, for those of you who would like to send us any sort of information, the voicemail is 
816-4299. We have a lot of voicemails this episode. Well, not a lot. More than usual. Tucky returns. Some new characters. Everyone's with trying a out limerick. Their, yeah. Everyone's with a limerick. Everyone's trying out their comedy routines now <laughs> on us, I think. So which is fine. They're auditioning. Yeah. Uh seven oh eight eight one six forty two ninety nine. The email is monoclubtv at gmail.com. There's gonna be a slight change to that, and we'll talk about that here shortly. But monoclubtv at gmail.com. Yeah. Talk about that shortly. We have a giveaway. We have a giveaway. Winter. Let's give something away. Yeah, let's give something away. Winter phase two from Sheer Terror Society, sculpted by William Paquette, molded and cast by Paul Gill. You ready for this? Beautifully and molded. Paul Gill. Beautifully. Um, Let me, let's please cross your fingers for the buttons. We're going to do this right away. Uh, Please work. How many entries did you have? Didn't see we like had a, were no, there many. were a lot actually. There's more than were you there? would think. There were a lot. You had to go through and like kind of read some of them. There were a bunch. So wheel of giveaways. Is it working? Yes. All right. All right. Tell me I'm gonna shuffle a bunch of times. This is for winter phase two. Here it is. Again, beautifully cast and molded by Paul Gale. Well, that and I just want to say again, okay. The mold job on that and the casting, but obviously you can cast it if the mold is good. Correct. Let me the go back to our normal screen. Piece just, oh, the fact that that is all one piece just is mind-boggling to me. Yeah. Give me your little parasite. He's the only separate piece. So yeah, it is a definitely a painter's piece. It is not a lot building-wise at all, and there isn't much to sand or clean up at all either. Tiny little lines there, here and there, easily scraped off. Beautiful piece, beautiful piece. And yeah, there were a lot of people actually that entered for this. So, con- good luck to everyone. Here we go, Scott. I'm thank start- you to William Paquette and Paul Gill. Yes, and, very uh, much. So. Uh, shuffling. Tell me when to stop shuffling. Did you say Let's stop? Stop now. Spinning. And oh, the winner is dun dun dun. Now. Oh, it was a close one. Kirk Durfey. Kirk, you have won. Winter Phase 2. Yay. Awesome. So send us an email at modelclubtv at gmail.com. We'll get that out to you. Again, thanks again. Sheer Terror Society. Oh, don't forget, you also get the signed. And I put it in plastic, Scott. So nothing will happen. Was that one of your lunch bags? <laughs> No, bread crumbs I bought a bunch stuff. of for uh, for model parts that I send out. Talk so about sheer terror. <laughs> so let me get this out of the way. So nothing happens to it. Thank you again, Paul Gill and William Paquette. That's awesome. All right, let's go straight into news and reviews. All right. First up, in an effort. Here's our news part. In an effort to make less mistakes on my part. You're, you're leaving the show? <laughs> it's close. Uh, it was close. Um, in an effort to make less mistakes and be a little more clear, um, uh, I'm kind of, kind of treat this, you know, this is almost, it's a news organization, this part. 
So I am the editor in chief. You are one of my reporters and I'm giving you a beat. So you have a beat as a correspondent for more model club TV. Beat and when I was, I'd like to beat you. <laughs> I know you would like to beat me and you're after this, you're going to really like to beat me. I think. So after talking to Mark Worthling the other day, he had a, I could not think of a name to categorize all of this. And he had the perfect name. And it is, and I wrote it down, the Mutual Admiration Society. So that is your beat, Scott. Would you like to know what that includes? Enlighten me. <laughs> so let's just say, I, this is where I tend to make mistakes, because I tend to look at pictures before I read anything. And then it all gets mixed up in my brain. So when I go to Jaeger Army's Facebook page, there is a ton of stuff there. Not everything is a Jaeger army piece. Some might be a Pestilence Labs piece. Some might be a Shadow Creations piece. Something might be a Gilman piece. Something might be a Gilbert piece. Something might be an Irish American Model Company piece. Something might be a Typhon piece. Something might be a Jaeger army piece. Or something might be in Son of Seer Share Terrors off to the side. I will still handle that part. But from now on, Whoa. Scott and anyone hey who <laughs> anyone who is involved, let's this is the group. Pestilence Labs, Shadow Creations, Gilman Productions, Gilvert, Typhon, I am Co. Uh Jaeger Army are now, now all under Scott's purview. So if you have anything to send from any of those model companies, Scott, give your email address, please. Please send to S. Johansson 823 at yahoo.com. Yes. S. J. O. H. A. N. S. E. N. 823 at yahoo.com. And if anyone else wants just to send him weird please stuff, put, go right ahead. Please put Model Club TV in the heading somewhere. So <laughs> yes. I don't categorize if, it with. If you still want to send things to like the normal Model Club, I will forward it over to Scott. He is going to be handling all of that stuff. And so basically be... anything Jeff Yeager. I'm yes. on the Yeager yeah, beat. Pretty much, the Yeager beat is pretty much what it is. But sometimes those guys might have something from Michael White. They might have something from a couple from Mark Van Tyne. So it's kind of, you know, that's, and it's usually subject matter you're most interested in anyway. So I think this will work out really well. Um, I do want to say if, I am banning all Facebook correspondence because, and here's why. So if you have something, and I, this happens from multiple people, it's not just one person, multiple people send me things on Facebook in my personal messenger. And when that happens, I get hundreds of messages. So then if that person sends something, then it gets buried on top of other messages. And it also gets buried in their message string. So if they sent pictures, and then four days of messages or two weeks worth of messages in between. Then when it comes showtime, I got to go back and find stuff. So if you do want to send something Facebook and you're insistent on that, please send it to the Model Club TV Facebook account. That way it's all separate there and I keep it separate from the Jason Walker stuff. If you want to send something to Scott, I don't know how he feels about that, but I am anything Facebook related personal account must go to Model Club TV. Facebook or Model Club TV at Gmail. You can send it to me, but um, dot com. 
if it gets lost. Oh, no, no mistakes for you, Scott, ever. You can't, you can't lose anything. So that's just a little bit of like structural changes. We'll see kind of streamline them and streamlining some things. We'll see how things go. So you have, no, the, you're taking work off here. Yes, I am. I am taking what you have asked for multiple times for you to do more stuff. So there you go. So uh, I want everyone to know the mutual admiration society. Up, What's that? When this, when this bullshit passing off of work came up, the first question I said is, oh, you're going to give me access to the Model Club TV email? Which would have been just the easiest way to go. But, of course, Mr. Control Freak said, oh, no, 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 no. So, um, anyway. No, there's a S. reason Johansson, for that. S. Johansson, 823 at Yahoo. Okay. The reason for that is, I, I want to know who you're replying uh, to. If you want to give, like, and there's other stuff, Google end wise, that We'll have this conversation. Why are people here. talking about me on that email? No, but oh, like no, when, no. like when I get, I need to make sure I see into the real stuff. I got something in the mail. A Kickstarter came through. Ugh. Yay! Ugh. Yep. Looks like and, you're getting ready to drop it. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, Minotaur Hobbies. I'm gonna maybe do a little review at some point. Um, but it was a one single guy started his own paintbrush company. I haven't even opened it yet, but a, the number one reason why these grabbed my eye and good Minotaur Hobbies, thank you for picking my favorite colors, which is orange and black. And when I saw these, I was like, holy crap, I could get an orange and black paintbrush set. But uh, it can't, the main set, when I did the Kickstarter, comes with four sable brushes and then two dry brushes. And then I went in for the all-in extras. I get a koozie, drink your paint water koozie. Minotaur hobbies. There is a which I'm sure you've done. I have. Who hasn't? And they cut you got a mug that says, Don't talk to me till I've had my paint water, a sticker, a button. It came with a spatula for spreading around like terrain mud, like that's technical paint stuff. It came with I just dropped that into the cup. It has a sponge for wetting your dry brushes in a case. It came with some brush soap orange that smells like dreamsicle almost i knew you were gonna smell it <laughs> it smells how did i not because it smells like it lit it smells like and you, and you hold it out like i'm gonna smell it oh yeah i'm just showing you the color yeah. it's beautiful look at that and it also has like a little agitator on the lid for cleaning your brush to like kind of like a silicone thing in there that's awesome oh. to help get that get a little grime Jason walker on the lid huh yeah and then it also they called it a uh brush aggravator I think that goes into, it's kind of like what paint puck has done, but you drop them in the bottom of your paint cups so you can clean your brushes a little better. That was in there. And then here's one of the cooler things I've been seeing online. People using are these fidget things, but people have been using this paint palettes because since they're made of silicone, all you have to do is pop and your paint that's dried in there pops right out. So I'm kind of excited to give this a try. I like little paint palettes like this. And if it cleans really easy, all the better. But Minotaur Hobbies, check them out. I'll put a link down below. Uh, I'm going to give the brushes a try and let everybody know. I needed a good set of sable brushes. My my artist opus ones seem to be fraying, like I talked about before, but I think that's more my water than anything. So, How much was this little kicker you did? It was uh, 60 bucks, I think, or 80 bucks for everything. 
which is pretty good for a set of sable brushes. So, but that's for everything. I know it's a lot cheaper just going for just the brushes, but so I got that in the mail. What did you get in the mail, Scott? First thing I got in the mail. I'll tell this story quick. On June 26th, I mailed our friend Well Winter a package. <laughs> June 26th of last year. Yeah. I watched it through the system through July 7th and it got stalled in somewhere in Brazil. And never moved again. And I figured it was lost or some bullshit Stolen, yeah, yeah. or whatever. And um, Monday, there's a box on my porch, and it's got this international label on it. And it's signed by me. And I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then I looked at it, and it was the box that came back in February. Okay? So it was on an eight-month vacation to brazil i can only hope it was at a topless beach or something cool like that. So, <laughs> but that's I, so we were for sure i have thought to try to stolen. find a different way yeah. to send it to him and we thought it was gone yeah so, so well it's still coming <laughs> so coming. did you tell him you found it yeah. yeah he was like oh my gosh and i'm like <laughs> you know send it again please and i'm like i will so awesome cool all right, what did you? And what I else did some did reading. Do? I don't know if the post office is going to refund me or not, but really, it's whatever. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to relabel it or anything until I take it in and ask. Right. Them. So I'm going to okay. be out tomorrow. I'm going to stop in there. So. All right. Then I got a little goodie in the email. This is a live opening. I've cut the tape, but I haven't opened the box yet. All right, I'm going to go to good you friends full screen. Pestilence Labs. Okay. This is a Pestilence Labs piece sculpted by Jeff Yeager for Pestilence Labs. Man, I don't know what's up with your internet today. It keeps skipping around. Fine on my end. Maybe it's your internet. No. Nope. Let's look at the... What's it say there? First, number one, numero uno, opposite of last. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> okay, but we already have a a discrepancy because here's my kit number. What does that say? Zero. But that, that says number one. Oh, see? He's not good at math either. Because well, no, he's an idiot. Okay. <laughs> As everyone's starting to notice a trend, everyone's an idiot except for Scott. Okay, I probably shouldn't say this, but anybody that goes to a gender reveal party and ruins the gender reveal is an idiot. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, Wait. I'll give you the story later. Oh boy, really? <laughs> really? Did really he did that? So uh, yeah. Okay. So anyway, right. I got as I always do. Oh, love letter. Why don't you read it for our audio listeners? Scott, thank you for all your support and help through the years. As always, this kid is packed with love and hugs. Love, Shanna. And hopefully, Joe Bello, love and hugs. And hopefully, bed bugs too, or something. Love and hugs and bed bugs too. Now, first of all, I'm going to say something. 
I don't know if you're gonna be able to see until I hold it up. Yeah, yeah, I'll blow, okay, so blow this is bubble wrapped, right? And the bubble wrap is sealed with masking tape. I wish more people would do this. The masking tape comes off a lot easier. Or you can just tear it a lot easier than when they use the packing tape. You know, that's a good idea. I'm gonna start doing that actually. And and I, I do it all the time. I use packing tape, so you're right. It is, uh, yeah. Well, and what's nice, too, is, like, I use it. I put a bunch of strips on the table, so as I'm bubble wrapping things, yeah. it... Yeah, I, I think I will... Grab a strip, grab a strip. I will make the switch. So what we have right here is Chloris Leachman as Fra Bluka. <laughs> oh. From the Young Frankenstein. Where did that come from? Luca. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So. And um every Fra Luca kit <laughs> will come with uh I think this arm she's holding her cigar. I think we've seen it, so I'm not gonna take this out. Yeah. Comes with this nice Base, which we've got a picture of here too. Web window pictures, real quick, of what okay. the kit looks like. And I'll come back to you. All right, back on you. And so every kit will come with not a clear little uh, thing on the base, but this beautifully printed. Um. <laughs> Can of Ovaltine. Wow, isn't that cool? Okay. That, that thing went from Chicago to Florida to Chicago. <laughs> Are these hollow? No. Or just that light because they're so small. The Ovaltine can will come with um, two decals. It'll have a color accurate detail. And this is an old can of Ovaltine. This is not what Ovaltine comes in now, but. And then it'll have a, a grayscale one because if you want to paint the kit in grayscale, um, that's a great idea. You'll have the grayscale um, thing. And as an extra bonus to every Frob Luca kit, <laughs> you'll get a horsey. Really? That's pretty cool. <laughs> There you go. So once again, Pestilence Labs, next in the uh, Young Frankenstein series, Cloris Leachman as Rob Luca. All right. Awesome. Beautiful. Very cool. So I in think person, this could be... In person, what do you think? They've all been great, okay? This could easily be the best of the lot yeah. of this series, in my opinion. Yeah, that face looks. And really don't get good. me wrong; they're all beautiful. But, and I don't know if the picture shows it. Yeah, the picture does show it. The detail. I don't know what Jeff did. I mean, I'd love to ask him. The detail on the collar, this this piece of fabric that's on the collar, is just amazing. So, um, we go back. Just he really outdid himself. Yeah, that collar looks great. Serious. The collar looks really good. So, um. Beautifully cast. 
sure by who. I think Bradley cast the. I love the side eye look she's or... given. It's such a good, just it's a beautiful expression in her face. Oh, it's awesome, perfect. So uh, thank you, Mark and Shanna at Pestone's Lab. Um, I'm gonna do a little gender reveal here. Oh, it's a girl. Okay. Anyway, um, enough about that. I'll get him in enough trouble. Yeah. All right. Great kit. Up next, Jaeger Signature Series number two. Hello, ladies and gents. Kicking off the new year with my second choice for the Jaeger Signature Series, Quarter Scale Bust, a memorable moment from the House of Frankenstein. This is from the scene where the monster, played by Glenn Strange, drags Boris Karloff, who played Dr. Neiman, of all people, out of a crumbling laboratory into a pool of quicksand while he screams, not this way, no, not this way. Oh, Karloff plays Dr. Neiman. See, I I corrected Jeff's thing, and, and he already had it. A criminal doctor who brings the monster back to life. It always tickles me to think of Boris carried away to his death by the character he made famous. Love this movie. This will be casted by the ever-popular Paul Gill. He's ever-popular? You know, Paul Gill, one of the nicest guys in the hobby. He is one of the nicest guys in the hobby. And most generous. I've decided to offer this again at a discount, $150 for the first 40 orders. Discount exclusive to Jaeger Army members only, of course. Shipping will need to be paid separately to Paul when ready. If you'd like to be one of the first 40, please remit $150 to my PayPal at D-U-P-A-C-U-C-C at AOL.com. And that, again, D-U-P-A-C-U-C-C at AOL.com. And we'll have all the please links up Please payment as friends and... Huh? We'll have the link to that below, too, in case people... I love that Jeff has an AOL uh-huh. uh, email. <laughs> Him and I are, like, the only two left. Again, D-U-P-A-C-U-C-C at AOL.com. Please list payment as friends and family and add for quicksand only in the comments section. Many thanks, Jeff. So... It's an awesome piece. Uh, I just want to say something about the likeness, like on both of these. They're like gorgeous. Like simply gorgeous. I love the expression on the monster's face, especially. Like it's just something I don't think I've seen with his face like that. So well done. Well done. And see now, I look at this and it's a beautiful piece. Um, but I look at it from a caster standpoint. And I'm like, how many head molds are you going to have to make because of that mouth ripping out of there? <laughs> okay. Now, I know Paul will handle it, and it'll be perfect. But um, that's going to be interesting. Although, it, it's open pretty wide, so it might come out yeah, pretty big. But from a molder, an ex-molder, I look at that and go, Ooh, that's gonna <laughs> that, that could be a little problem, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Good work out. I far. agree with you. Great likeness. And then, of course, the signature series, Jeff's signature on the back. Um, 
you know, very nice piece. Great. So great piece. Looking forward to this one. Cool. It looks great. As of like yesterday, was it yesterday or today that it was announced? Yesterday. It might have yeah, been two it was yesterday. Ago, but... So uh, I'll go ahead and read this one. Oh, boy. Such a jerk. Such a jerk. Inaugural kit announcement. The games lost Ming. Stop your attack on Earth and I'll spare your life. Flash Gordon. Kit name Flash Gordon. Scale and format. Quarter scale. Solid cast. Resin bust. Sculptor is Jeff Yeager and the producer is I-AMCO, which is Irish American Model Company. And at a release date is quarter two, 24, limited edition. Nope. Price is 130 plus shipping and handling. Hey, everyone. It gives me a huge, it gives me huge pride to announce on behalf of Mark Worthling and myself that our very first kit, which will be available exclusively here under the IAMCO label, is ready and edging closer to the production stage. Buster Crabby or Crabe? What is it? I don't even know. <laughs> I knew that would get you. Uh, as Flash Gordon, we received Buster the attention. Crab. Crab. Buster, Buster Crab. Buster Crab, you moron. I'm going to bust your crabs. As Flash crab. Gordon. <laughs> Something like I got from your mom. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. We received the attached images just last night and are absolutely blown away. Yet again, by the skills and mastery of Mr. Jeff Yeager. I'm sure you'll all agree. Jeff has absolutely nailed the likeness of Buster and the dynamism captured in the pose with his ray gun is just spectacular. We are super excited and honored to be offering this piece to you all. We absolutely hope to continue the line with Ming the Merciless. IAMCO, we will always strive to offer the very best characters in an exceptional level of quality for a very competitive price, ensuring we deliver the very best value for the money. Uh, garage kits. I screwed it up again, even though that's what it says. We possibly can. So we are officially opening the list for Flash, which will be 130 plus shipping. Deposits of $60 will be requested and held in PayPal to confirm your slot on the list with balance plus shipping being collected when your kit is cast and ready to go. We estimate full production should commence in April 24 which will be carried out stateside by Mark Worthling. So what do you think, Scotty? Got I want to get on this you? list. So if you want, yeah, if you yeah. like to get on the list for the inaugural release at IMCO, please let us know in the comments below. So go to the Facebook page, get in those comments. The link will be down below and simply type in, I'm feeling flashy. Thank you all so much. And please come join us at our official IAMCO group page, Mike and Mark. So I'm out of focus. I'm so flashy. So this is not my Flash Gordon, but it's your Flash Gordon. I'm sure. It is the Flash Gordon. <laughs> your Flash Gordon. Sorry, I'm focusing. Your Flash Gordon was a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's my piece of crap. <laughs> I remember watching Flash Gordon. So it was a serial. So when back in the day, the kids would go to the. Was it chocolate or what was the cereal? Like what kind of cereal was it? No, a cereal, you idiot. Okay, a cereal. I did that on purpose. Come on, come on. No, I doubt you did it on purpose because you are just that young, you don't know. 
So they'd show them in the theaters, episode a week, whatever. But anyway, Channel 9 started showing them on Sunday mornings. Maybe like a half hour worth of them. So that you wouldn't see the whole thing, see a half hour. What year is this flash um, for, for Gen Xers that I want to say 40s, 50s, 30s? What was it? He looks rather dandy. He has that Buster Keaton kind of windswept, greasy hair. Um, okay. The cereal weren't, weren't chocolate. We're researching on the fly. <laughs> 1936. Okay. Yes. So was that the in 13 chapters? Yes, and it was the first adventure of Flash Gordon comic strip character out there. So, wow, 36. That's even earlier than I thought. Unreal. They were I fun. really like the they piece. They were stupid. Though. Oh, the piece is beautiful. And it's it's something that I'm going to say, again, nobody else has done. Screaming did a Flash Gordon. Yeah, Screaming. Kind yeah. of kit. Yeah. But uh, this I really like. Uh, like the base, I like everything about it. So, um, yeah, I really, I, I like the anatomy. The like for, for me, the anatomy on his, like just, you could tell. Mm-hmm. I don't know the right way to say this. The way the outfit looks over his skin looks like he's actually wearing something. Because yeah. a lot of times you'll see superheroes, and it just looks like they're naked. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This actually feels like there's something there over that muscle. So. That's a cool piece. And I want to say Buster Crab, and I could be wrong. I'm looking. Oh, Buster Crab. That's <laughs> so funny. Buster Crab. Buster Crab. I thought he played Tarzan. Yes. It was in a Tarzan serial, too. Okay. I remember those. So. Seeing those. I remember seeing well, this. I've but, never watched a single one of them, though, like that I could even remember. Yeah. And, and oh, and they were the spaceships like had sparklers on them. And I, go, yeah, I know. <laughs> it makes sounds. And they, when they landed, they'd go in circles. And it was, yeah. it was a lot of fun. So, um, again, I'm looking forward to this piece. Uh, this piece I, I'll get on the list for. This one pains me, Scott. And Mark even warned me when he sent me the pictures, but I will read this faithfully. I will faithfully execute the duties of the show. And I will keep my commenting to a minimum. And I wonder if I have to put a black bar across. This is what I'm thinking of right now. So we don't get in trouble. Major kid announcement from Pestilence Labs. Pestilence Labs is very proud to announce the return of a grail kit. Not for me. That has not been available for nearly 20 years. In partnership with Mac McDermott and fully authorized and licensed through the original artist, Mark Alfrey, we will be reissuing a small run of his fantastic Laguna kit. (sighs) Probably one of the coolest monster pinup subjects ever sculpted. Very tasteful and beautiful, Laguna has emerged from the Lagoon for a very special release. We have created a special base for Laguna, sculpted by Michael Berglund, Man, he gets like all the crap jobs. Like here, make a base, make a can. He just make did a... something for me today. <laughs> just did something for me today. We have created a special base for Laguna, sculpted by Michael Bergen, which when she is standing on the base, she towers at nearly 24 inches tall. Laguna sculpt has been remastered and in final tweaks to the sculpt. Nope. I thought that was going to say weeks. Laguna sculpt has been remastered and final tweaks to the sculpt were made by Mark Alfrey himself. Laguna will be cast in beautiful pink resin 
And molds and casting will be by the very best in the business, Mark Brokaw of Earthbound Studios. These castings are so beautiful, they don't even need to be painted. You could display her in the pink, unpainted form. So here's some pictures of the pink resin. Uh, and yeah. Display her in the pink or in the stink. <laughs> uh, uh, for people who are followers of the show, Mark knows I would not be excited for this. But he is right. For those of you who like this sort of thing, I think it's one of the better ones that it's been done. I think it's ridiculous. <laughs> for those well, I, I'll say this. I, I, I'll say this. Because I don't want to look like a hypocrite and come on here and say it's the best thing ever. That's I just because I'm okay. happy they're doing this. And I think it's no. Stupid. And this is this is the piece a lot of people are here. I will say this. I want to almost say. That this kit was probably the start of the bane of your existence. Yes. Yes. Which is let's <laughs> yes. put boobs on everything. Yes. Okay. And so I, I think that's why you are not excited. And I want to say this is one of the early hits that I remember doing it. So it's what I don't. So I'm looking here cl- the in the picture that we have. I don't know if people are going to be able to see it. And I don't remember if the original had it or not, but there are scales on her boobs that are, I think, more visible now, maybe. I'm sure they were there before, but just looking, I think the piece, whatever was done to remaster it, I think does absolutely make it look better. So if you have been looking for this piece, this is your chance to get it. And I think get a better version. It's a beautiful skull. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's a beautiful skull. it reminds me of the South Park episode, but it would be, let's just put tits on it and make it lame. That's, that's where we are, like, where we had that, that span of a few years of garage kits where they were just put boobs on everything. Well, and, it, and, and that's you know. why I'm saying, I think this one started it. Yeah, I think I so think too. This was I think first so. one that wasn't, when, when I say one of the first ones, there were obviously other kits out there that had boobs and stuff, but I think this was the first one or one of the first ones that was a character. Yeah. And said, let's put boobs on this character. Okay. And um, yeah, there it is. So now I have to figure out, I have to go, I think I'll put stars on there in post-production. I don't know. Is there, those are some giant jacks and they probably will not get past the sensors. Oh, As our boy. good friend Dave, Dave Tash once said, check out the milk makers on that. So, uh, and we cannot say what that's from. It's one of the funniest things that's ever happened to Scott and I, when we were both like, holy crap. It is definitely one of the most. I wish we could tell that story. When you see us in person, ask us about the milkmakers. <laughs> oh man. Ask us about that whole night. Dude, that night. Oh my God. All right. Anyway. Uh, that was I your wanna, fault. This was, I, I saw this and then I, I'm glad Chuck sent it in. Cause it reminded me to put it in here. And who sent it in? Chuck Homoka sent it to me to re- as a reminder. Oh. So I'm going to read kind of what's on the website. I'm going to put this. What, what do you get when you cross Sigmund and the sea monster with cookie monster answer creature from the haunted sea. And so let me put this picture up and let me read from the website. Uh, Michael Berglund and escape hot hatch hobbies present the creature from the haunted sea in this <laughs> Is this the worst creature ever committed to film? 
It just might be king of low budget. Roger Corman filmed this in just five days because of a tax incentive in Puerto Rico. In this model kit, we have chosen to celebrate the ridiculousness of it all rather than portraying, portraying it as a real monster. We've pulled back the curtain a bit to reveal the cheesiness. Mmm, cheese. First of all, I love Escape Hatch Hobby's website. I know I've said that before. I'm going to say it again. I love the humor that they got going on over there. There's a huge zipper in the back. The head is obviously just pulled over the lumpy shirt, and you can see the performer's nose and mouth inside the creature's mouth. They didn't bother to build over the lower half of the creature, so poking out from what seems to be shredded garbage bags, a pair of jeans with boots stalking prey across the beach. The hands are rubber gloves with pipe cleaners stuck to them. Have some fun with this. The movie is in black and white, so the colors could be anything. If the filmmakers didn't take this seriously, neither should you. We hope you enjoy building and painting this goofy guy. So I love this. I, I, I of course you do. I love this. Have you ever seen this movie? I have not. I have not. And now I want to. I, I haven't either. But the, the idea that you could see the guy's <laughs> face. Dude, that I wish more, like, I wish, and there's that fine, especially when it comes to kaiju models. I wish there was more of those where they don't try to make them look real as models and tried to just made them look like the suit where the zipper lines are. When, and just like this, and wait, let me get to the picture. The huge zipper in back. <laughs> you can see the guy's pants, the shoes. You see his face in the costume. I love that. I love it. Absolutely love this. Uh, and I think I'll probably, I'm going to maybe pick one of these up at Wonderfest because I think it's ridiculous and awesome. So I don't think Todd's going to be there. Oh, no, really? Okay. Maybe that's some bit of an announcement. So then I'll have to get on it afterwards. So we have that. And let me get to one other thing. Here's the uh, instruction sheet that I got in there too. So really cool stuff. I like that they're doing this sort of thing. Keep it up, guys, over at Escape Hatch Hobbies. Links will be down below. Also from Escape Hatch Hobbies, I just I saw this on there, and just in case anyone's looking for some uh, nameplates, the Tim Fortuna resin nameplates are over there, so go check those out. Tons of options, too many to display here, but if for your nameplate needs, they might have what you're looking for. Go check it out. Escape Hatch Hobbies, links down below. And then we get to Colcheck. From Nostalgic Resin Productions. Here's a painted version of the kit. Um, Scott, do you want to just kind of talk for a minute while I get this box about Mr. Horvath? Yes, Mr. Horvath. Um, <clears throat> apparently looks like Errol Flynn. Anyway, uh, it's Dave's a super nice guy, and he's been working on this for a while. Had it pretty much done, but was not happy with the Buddy Epson likeness, I think you called it. Yeah, it was the, the Epson. Yeah, the likeness looked just like Buddy Epson <laughs> and not what well, it was supposed to be. Uh, it looked like his uh, sculptor fixed it. And um, this is a quick paint job I know that Dave did. And I showed it to my wife. I said, who is it? And she goes, oh, that's uh, what Darren McGavin, is it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she, so. She recognized it right away, so the likeness is good. Um, I think it comes with decals for the suitcase and some stuff. And 
Yeah, let me. Dave uh, is really excited um, about becoming kind of a producer and getting involved in all this craziness to the point where he bought a uh, second printer. Yeah. And uh, apparently he neglected to uh, tell his wife initially. And uh, (laughs) when he did, uh, and we've met Lois, great, great person. Good sport. And um, the first thing she asked him is uh, when he got a new printer, is uh, is it as big as Scott's? So we're hoping he's talking about the prayer. Okay. So I've been waiting for today to open mine. So I, I bought one and just real quick comes with, I got number three. I think Brian got number one. If I remember our recording yesterday. So I'm going to open up what we got here and I don't want to lose anything. Here's some stickers, nostalgic resin production magnet. And I don't, so decals in here, I don't want to lose those. You got a magnet? Yeah. Decals are here. Ooh. Don't, oh, those are awesome. Hold on. Look at that. Ooh, those like, are nice. The Holy cow. Dude, I want to talk to him about, <laughs> those are sweet. Really like those. Okay, I don't. I dropped them. Of course, into the box. Into the box. I dropped them though. I want to get them back in their paper. All right. So we got that. And then it came with. Oh look, he's even got. Oh, he's got flyers. Check out our other kits. So if you're interested in Island Girl or Oh Captain, My Captain, and we got new for March. Looks like there's a Pee Wee coming, which is awesome. I don't know. Why don't you hold it up so I can see it, like for more than thirty seconds. There we go. Oh, and I was right in the Lucy. You were. What's this? What's that girl? I believe that is... Um, hold on, I want to get the name right. What is that? While I, um, while I unwrap. And then... This is there. Instructions, I think. There's a, here's the base. Now I, the reason I like this kit a lot, one of the main huge big reasons is the size, and it's a perfect small footprint. It's exactly what I'm looking for when it comes to kits these days. So there's the base. It's not very big, perfect little size. Here, the figure. Wow, this is what's. I didn't think it was going to be one piece like that. So the arms, legs, everything's attached. I wonder he needed another printer. Yeah. And look, he's got a poop hole. But if you can see, there's the, I almost thought they were supports, but it's the straps from the tape recorder. Oh, that's really well done. It's super clean, too. Super clean. Okay. So we got okay, that. that is... um. Uh, that is Catherine Byron, um, from uh, the original Mummy movie. Oh, and uh, bottles. Karloff was trying to um, 
whatchamacallit? Um head. There you go. Look at that. Now that's an awesome likeness. Ooh. Get in there. Very nice. There's other pieces too. I'm gonna kinda hold off on those. Uh oh, then here's the other stuff. Important things. Ooh. Gotta frame one. Kolchak, the Night Stalker. By Aaron. Ooh. XOXO. So much good stuff. Late Christmas. Oh. Animated Hobbit plaque. Aw. Thanks, Dave. You're the best. What an awesome kit. Thanks a lot. Nostalgic Resident Productions. Everyone head on over. I'll put the links up down below. Out of South Bend, Indiana. Great people. Great family. Uh, one of the best. One of the best. One of the best. I'll leave this all up. All right. Up next. We love Dave. We love Dave. That's fantastic. Super excited. All right. Up next from Sci-Fi Models and Things. No, Sci-Fi Models and Stuff. All right, how am I going to say this? I got it. All right, up next from Sci-Fi Models and Stuff, this is my, I'm reading as if I'm Dan. <laughs> this is my 1-6 scale Homo Sirenia Caribbean Mermaid Skeleton Kit. This kit is 3D printed and really pushes the limit to what is possible with printing. At 1-6 scale, she stands almost 12 inches tall. This kit includes everything shown in this picture, including the finished wood base, brass mounting hardware, and even the scientific label. Best part, it's cheap. Only $80 USD plus shipping. The kit requires a lot of work on my end, so it'll be extremely limited to only 10 kits, barring a crazy jump in interest. That being said, it requires minimal cleanup from the buyer and should come together in about 10 minutes. Great for the spooky goth girlies in your life. Uh, update. When I was getting these pictures, there was only three out of the 10 left. So by the time this goes live, it, they all may be gone. So check it out if you're interested in it. Uh, 80 bucks plus shipping, not a bad deal. And then we also have, let me get to there up next. Go back to us. Go over here. All right. And my favorite kit from Wonderfest from last year. Just received the final shots of the box art for my Henson tribute. Uh, kit and my god i am floored with the help of master painter steve park not sure if he's on facebook that's what he let me take that out uh just received the final shots of my box art from henson tribute kit and my god i am floored with the help of master painter steve park this kit is finally getting the box art it deserves as always i am floored with scott at scott Wells sculpture job sculpting this piece and so glad to see it out in the world more kits arriving soon kits are delivered unassembled and unpainted so great paint job by steve park that kermit green is like dead on perfect i this is my favorite thing in a very long time and i'm waiting for more to come in brian got his already i'm waiting for one beautiful piece beautiful so head on over to sci-fi miles and stuff links down below and from our buddy well scott take it away um this is the uh disney tarzan and i, I thought we've showed this before i thought so too now out 
And, uh, you know, of course, I'm going to have to get on him and say, hey, that big giant arch you made there, that yeah, needs to be in two parts. Okay, because <laughs> if ah, not, it's... The problem with that being in two parts, though, is you're going to have a horrible seam. Like, if you want to make it clear, you can't do it in two parts. You it shouldn't be it clear. Anymore. It's not a wave. It's not water. What is it? It's, it's, he's on a tree. Tarzan was not in No, I know he's on a tree, but I thought that was like a, it's It's not like a a splash of like green swamp jungle water or something. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is just a leaf. And in that case, then yeah. It's a great, by the way, uh, likeness of the character who's ever seen the movie. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. So. There's the part breakdown. You're right. It's huge. That's a huge part. So and um, it's a huge base too. Yeah, we can always make it smaller. Shouldn't be that hard unless you <laughs> want to do it giant. No. Well, it's ambitious sometimes. That's okay. Next up from well, I'm surprised you didn't see this, but I grabbed it. I thought I showed it already. That's why. I didn't, but... Is uh maybe we showed the preview? But yeah, that's what. We, yeah, I think that's what we did. Um, because this was from the Patreon. Wait, say and, it. sorry, uh, I stepped on you. Start saying oh, this is Quick Draw McGraw and his sidekick Baba Louie. Yeah, and I, I have this. Nice it was on the base. Patreon. This is a nice piece. Yeah, it's beautiful. Who's one? I I watched a lot of Quick Draw McGraw. Is that the? No, that's Ricochet Rabbit. Yeah. The only thing again that worries me about this piece is the um the rope. Not that it's not printable, but what will happen to it over time. Yeah. But I think what I would probably do is maybe you can attach it. I'm looking at the one picture to Baba Louie's head and kind of glue it there to take some of that weight off of it. Yeah. But um, again, another beautiful piece from him. It's, uh, For sure. And a beautiful render, too. I mean, his renders are like amazing. So, yeah. Good job, Will. Good job, Will. Here's the part breakdown. Lots of little parts. Stuff. All right. Before we get into the next stuff, and we'll be leaving news and reviews kind of, this was something I did pick up from uh, Warp Miniatures over on my mini factory. And I'm really excited about this release. They did a bunch of ring wraiths from lord of the rings but they made them kind of mixed with the cartoon like a and so we have the witch king on the giant on a giant vulture fell beast like a fell vulture and i cannot wait to get this together really cool stuff warp miniatures they're awesome it's kind of cartoony style and i love it um all right that's news and reviews that took a long time um I want to say thank you to Yoshi. Yoshio Masataka is over in Japan and he comes to Wonderfest every once in a while. I don't think he's been there in the last couple of years. Um, but he manages to get these amazing pictures of Wonderfest, the Wonder Festival in Japan. And he's always oh, hanging out at the, the X Plus booth and sends pictures of that. So we're going to go through some of these images uh, of what he did. I asked him if it was okay. and. There's some cool stuff in here. So in lieu of what we were going to do this episode, we're just going to kind of go through these and we'll go right into emails and corrections and 
be done. So, first up. Scott, what's the most important thing in these two pictures? Let's see if you get it right. It's the thing I'm most excited for, and I wish there was more pictures of. Um, so I would say the camera. Incorrect! It's the t-shirts on the far right. Oh, okay. That's a fan cure shirt. That's a those are all future shirts. That is that a future booth right next to it? And there's no pictures of it? Or Nirasawa stuff? Like what was going on right there? I want to know what's in there, that side of the booth. It's so like just frustrating. I want to see that other booth so bad. But Yoshi, next time. Go around the corner. Send I want to see those pictures. But anyway. Here's the X Plus new Gamera and Legion coming out uh, to go along with their first Gamera 3 release. And then there's some, I, and, I'm, and this is where you might have to, we'll have to do some investigating. Those Godzillas will come back to you. Uh, here we have Stay Puff, we have Rocky, an Overraptor. And I'm not sure if that Stave Puffed, may, is it from the new movie? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Or if is it, I don't know. Is it going to be a model kit? Is it an action figure? Is it a vinyl pre-paint? Well, same with the Rocky figure. Is it an action figure? Is it That a, looks, I think they're probably. Yeah, mixed media. Piece, mixed media. Maybe. I was just going to say, because the cloth, the, the collar looks like cloth. So I'll bet they're like pre-action figure. Maybe they're getting into one six scale figures. I don't know. This is what sucks about this. You can't read Japanese. And then the Overraptor, I'm assuming, is a, a. It just has this, like, it doesn't have the. That little nameplate there is the actual scientific information for that dinosaur. It's not the real. And then we I, have. I'm looking at the Maria next to it. Yeah. And the chair. That's really cool. That is super cool. Like I said, I don't think I'll end up getting that, though. I just, I don't have it in me, I think, to build that. Uh, we have the, what are they called, Scott? The Redosaurus. The Redosaurus. Which should be coming soon, I'm thinking. Like, this has been, it's got to be out soon. Then yeah, we have some more is, Godzilla stuff. This is beautiful. Uh, the Redosaurus is beautiful. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, the Godzilla stuff, I really like that 54 with the train. Yeah. I don't know if that's bigger than the one I have or if that's a different sculpt. And this is where, again, confusing that space Godzilla in the back corner. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a Godzilla 84 and then a Kiru Mecha Godzilla. I don't know if these are model kits are going to be vinyl pre-paints that X plus does. Like if they're prototypes for that stuff, I don't know. I'm assuming I'm assuming that Space Godzilla is a is one of those vinyl prepaints that they do. I don't see that being a model kit, but I could be wrong. Then we get into the model kit stuff. And a lot of this we've seen before, but there's a couple things that are brand new that yeah, were I've got some other pictures lower, so Yeah. As you get into there, you'll we'll be able to see this. The Marilyn Monroe looks really nice. Yeah. I have that on pre-order. <laughs> Well, way off in the distance is a surprise. Yeah, that's and where that surprise got is. A better shot of that coming up. So, and here we have like it's the Godzilla minus one. 
super deformed. Which I think is, is it? I really yeah. like that. I really and that's like next that. to it. We'll get if you look that tail above his head, that is a minus one Godzilla as well. I was like this Gamera, this very early Gamera, and this Barugan. I think that's next to him. I don't know what those are going to be. Are those model kits or pre paints? And there's looks like there's a super deformed Legion up on the top shelf, and some other stuff. Like I wish I had more. All right, this is I think I. This is my favorite Bride of Frankenstein ever. I like that they have the all bandage one. That like, that's what I want. <laughs> I want that so bad. So I don't know if it's going to be a separate kit or if it's two kits in one. How I would are they buy handled? both. I would probably buy two of these. Because... Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because I even think just the the regular Bride is really nice too. But I love that bandage one. So really cool, like, and then you see the Dracula painted next to it, right there, next to the Revenge of the Creature. Now, this is when we see the swimming creature that's coming up. This is, I love their first creature, but the pose didn't make sense. Like, why would it stand underwater like that? That's a publicity still. Yeah, from that publicity still where he's chained to the wall is what it originally was. I almost, like, in my brain when I saw this, I'm like, I'd love to have him swimming. Where just lift him off off the base and somehow point his ankles and like attach it to the anchor so he was like swimming up. But with this new one that's coming, I don't need to do that. Before we get there, the mummy's tomb. That's pretty cool. That is really nice. That is really cool. And the paint job is really good. Whoever did that. I like that they have the light reflecting going on. Some OSL. But here is that swimming creature. This is just, when I saw this, I was like, ah, I don't get excited about too much anymore, but this was pretty cool. Yeah, I think, I think it takes the best of some of the swimming creatures that have been out there and, and really kind of mush, mush them all together and get a, I like the base. They do something that you normally don't see. Like take that extra, like underwater, the. The plants would be in a current. They'd be curved. They'd be moving. And you get that kind of feel with those plants mm-hmm. instead of just, you know, like leaves floating there. It looks really, really nice. Man. And then we have the Frankenstein. Frankenstein's monster. Thoughts, Scott? Because you're the uh, universe. I'll get close to the one where you got closer so, up on his face. What do you think? Lab equipment, I don't think, is accurate to that movie. Maybe. I don't know. Um, if you zoom in on this picture, you can see this is a 3D printed prototype. Yeah. You can see the lines on the balls on the <laughs> lab thing. But <clears throat> I will say, when I initially saw this, I wasn't crazy about it. Okay. However, when you look at the close up, it actually looks pretty good. And I think painted, it'll look even better. Yeah, I um, think so too. Looking at it now, it looks smushed is it just me like it looks like his torso should be just a little taller maybe you know like it doesn't maybe but i mean let me tell you and it could be the angle of the photograph too compared to that mobius one kills it kills it kills it and we have the red sonia which it's cool, it, it, but I don't. It's not a thing that I don't think 
I'd be getting. Um, and normally I would say I probably won't buy it. And because this one's got kind of an anime look to yeah. it to me. Okay. That being said, though, look at that base. Look at I that just, you know what? You know what? I'd never base. noticed the base before. Okay. And, you know, is... so when I look at the base, I'm like, well, you know, yeah. Presents itself really nice. Okay. So cool. all of a sudden I was like, oh, maybe. I think yeah. you sold me. <laughs> I think you sold me. So I, and initially I was like you, you know, it was a little too, too much boob, a little too much hip. You know, um, huh? Red Red Sony is one of those characters that, because it was a comic character, I don't look at it as being one of those gratuitous things. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I felt they kind of made it that way. Yeah, kind of made it into that. But again, that's the anime style as well. I think. Um, but when I saw this, I saw the paint job, and I saw the. Uh, spider on the base i was like whoa that's, good that's spider. pretty cool <laughs> that's a really good spider and really even just the cape that she's kind of got on or yeah. whatever you want to call it it's like yeah i think wow. you sold me. so i'm looking at this going yeah i'm probably gonna get that yeah i so, like it dang it uh here's then, another creature frank kind of give you yeah, a little and again that creature side. is just amazing it, it is just amazing i'm worried about the face a little bit like the lips look and i think it's the angle but uh, just a couple more. Uh, there's more super deformed stuff. More, I don't know. Again, I wish What's I had the Pegasus. More... What is the Pegasus? That's what, yeah, right. What is that Pegasus? Is because right next to it is the Medusa vinyl kit. So, is mm-hmm. that going to be like the next pre paint? Well, I don't know. Harry you see the figure? little stupid owl, too. Yeah. Uh, so, what the, Bubo. what was that thing's name? You watched those movies, I... Bubo. Bubo, of course, it was. Um, I'm guessing those are those pre-paint vinyl that they have that, that I've been showing and they'll probably release a kit of them later on down the line is my guess. Yeah, and, and the Pegasus is beautiful. Yeah. So what's the big Maria? Um, that I don't know. I don't know. What's that Maria? What's that? Well, that's the kit, but then what's the base? Something they just made? Oh, I hate these wonderful pictures. Well, that's like the Vampirellas. They're releasing with a different base. Yeah. So are they releasing this kit with a different base? Maybe. Maybe. Man. All right. Also, here, this was, you see, there's the super deformed Godzilla minus one. Next to him is two other Godzilla minus ones. Again, my assumption is these are those pre-paints that they've been doing for all the Godzilla stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and one looks like it has clear spines blue. And then the other one looks like your normal Godzilla. Um, the one on the right combines two of my favorite things Evangelion and Godzilla. So it looks like it's the Godzilla mixed with Evangelion unit one, kind of like a hybrid kind of what if sort of thing. I saw some artwork that I think this is based on and it's pretty cool that they're actually going to release something like that not something i would probably buy because those things should be separate but that's and then here's a close-up on that space godzilla which again i'm assuming is pre-paint vinyl and then someone in a comment somewhere said that other monster there in the middle is a baggin or bagoon i i don't recognize it and i'm assuming it's ultraman 
or something along those lines. After 64, it's correct. <laughs> and then here's a close-up on those Godzilla minus one repaints, which are, I, you know, I'm dreading my first Godzilla minus one model because it's a whole new color system. Like that is not the normal Godzilla color. It's like a bronze, yellow, green, gray, something. I, I haven't been able to place it yet. It looks like a tree, like that kind of tree bark kind of feel to it. And I, I it's going to be interesting to try and figure out the right color scheme for that. So, Thank you, Yoshi, for sending, putting these one more. We have the yeah, Velociraptor. The Jurassic, Jurassic Park. World. Yeah. The next Jurassic uh, Park. Which, if you think back to the old Horizon Velociraptor, was vinyl. And you look at these. These things kill that original <laughs> Horizon Velociraptor. And these are plastic. And this is, and I've said that every time, the stuff that they can do with plastic for Warhammer is amazing. And it's shocking to me that they're just caught getting caught up when it comes to plastic model kits for us on our side of the world. So really cool stuff. Thank you, Yoshi Masataka. Please, I'll put his Facebook link down below. We have... Thank you, Pestilence Labs, for the Rob Luker. <laughs> and we're going to head over to emails, voicemails, Before and... Before we go, direction. I want to talk about two things. Oh. Three things. First thing is, I want to know how you got this job. Okay. And I got those gates, and then you got pissy because they didn't mention you by name. And I'm printing these gates, these little fragile gates. These gates are a two second print job. What are you talking about? 200 of them. Okay. Did you print 200 of these? How many did you print of these? 150. Or no, 120. So 120. I had to print 200 and some gates. But the good news is. Good news is, Mark did his first test print, and it came out perfect. So we're fired. <laughs> Thanks to the help that I gave him the other day. But um, that's why I get the goodies, and you get uh, I was the there, too, for one of those. Special ed. Okay. So you have two pictures here in the show, Scott. What are these? Well, so... Are we doing a lot of printing for someone else at Wonderfest? And, and this uh, person has a printer, right? He, yes, he does. He's got okay. three printers. Yes, yeah. he does. But, um, and, and I guess I could probably say it. For those of you that are waiting for someone that robs from the rich to give to the poor, um, you could very well see it at Wonderfest this year. So, and then before I could set this up, I had to straighten out my basement because it was a disaster. Jason wanted to do a "What's in the bin." That was I the said, original dude, plan. We were going to do what's that. In the that bin. was one of the plans. I said, "Dude, my basement's trash. We can't do it right now." Okay. And now I got this new printer, and I got to move shit around to to fit that. And okay. So we are going to do maybe an unboxing of that. Well, today I finally gathered up all the boxes that I'm going to toss. Now, this picture shows the boxes. What they don't show is like 
every box has like 10 boxes inside of it. Okay. And my Jupiter box is in the corner. My old Jupiter box, my old Ender box is there. I don't know if you can see that, but my Ender box is there. And how, how long ago did we get those? A long okay. time. Yeah. And um, so that's all going out into garbage and recycle tomorrow. And the basement is just about clean, except for the casting a little bit of casting area I have, which I can clean that in about an hour. And uh, maybe we can do a what's in the bin when you get some time now. Yes. Uh, I I kind of had the same problem recently. I just threw out a bunch of boxes and things. And it was inspired by someone's comment in a, it was a Warhammer, what do you do with your empty boxes kind of question. And someone said, I swore to myself as a kid, if I ever was an old man, if I ever said, I, the exact quote I don't remember. If I ever said to myself, "This is a nice box, I should keep it," that's something my dad would say, and I'm never doing that. And that's kind of like now I'm like I'm just getting rid of boxes. I'll buy what I need. I save stuff to ship, but I just I can't. Even like little things, like little packages, bags, like little. And I say I'm like, oh, I could use this. I could use this. And then you get a pile of stuff that you could use, and it's ten years later, and you've never used it. I gotta stop. I have to. Well, and I, I do that same thing. I do that same thing. This is a good box or, Ooh, this is, I can use this to maybe for little pieces. Right. To send or it'll things. make good scenery. Or I could use this cardboard right. to make a building. Right. Like, and I have like, I got to stop. I got to stop. So now that being anyone... said, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That being said, I will save as much of this as someone gives me. Yeah. Popcorn's hot for commodity. two reasons. A it's shit for the environment. And there's no better way to ship something than in this stuff. So it's like gold now. Yeah. Okay. So I love when I get this. I got three big bags in the basement. I used to get a ton of it from the comic store. And then they stopped getting it. Uh, I used to get, they would just save it in a garbage bag for me. And then they'd call me and tell me to come get it. But I will save bubble wrap still. I will save those big, I have two empty big bins. They're not empty anymore. Of just the the pockets, the air pockets. Yeah. And I did save those. See, I'm not even save... saving those anymore. I d- I've, I've mastered the art of popping and like doing them super fast. Go pop, pop, so, pop, but, pop, but they're handy. So, and it's two bins. So, okay. It doesn't take up a lot of room. Two bins uh, for me is a ton of room. Right yeah. Well, for me, it's not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, uh, I got rid of a lot of, bo- I still saved a lot of boxes and I still saved a few that I said, Oh, I've been using this size box lately. Yeah. This, this size Amazon box. I know what I can fit in it. So I did save a couple like that. But so what's funny is when I'm going through my boxes and I'm sorting them out and keep in mind too, I still have all my boxes from when I moved. And when I say I have my boxes from when I moved, that's seven years ago, but I broke them all down because they're the little diamond boxes from the comic store. Yeah. That they were great boxes. And it's like, if anyone ever in my family says, I got to move, do you got boxes? I say, yeah, come on over and get some. Yeah. And I still have a shit ton of those boxes. I, I did the same. Throw them out. All okay. my, when I moved my collection from the city out to here, it's now 10 years since I'm, it's 10 years this year. Um, I saved all those boxes. They're up in the rafters in my garage. Cause yeah. collect, oh, I dread, I don't know how we're going to move. I, anyway. All right. Well, I have boxes. I, I don't know how I'm going to physically just, the thought of trying to move this place is <sighs> just looking at this bench. Look at this bench. 
<laughs> like, what do you do? Oh man. Anyway, voicemails. No, I, I know it, it's uh, emails. It, it's crazy, but yeah, I um, I still <laughs> save some boxes. When you come over, you're gonna say, "Oh my god, you still save this many boxes." <laughs> and when I was going through the boxes, I found one big box that I had all kinds of little boxes in that I could use for little shit. But I forgot I had them because I just every time we get an Amazon box, I tell Joanne, just throw it down the stairs. I'll get it. <laughs> and, and you've been to my house and seen my basement at its worst. And there's just, yeah, you're swimming <laughs> through the boxes. <laughs> so it's like enough. At one enough. point, they're going to make it all the way up the stairs. and you get down. Yeah. Yeah. You'd oh. be able to ride them down there like yeah. an amusement park ride or a Chevy Chase, like dive <laughs> through the boxes thing. But it's uh, all right. Emails, voicemails and corrections. We're going to do the emails first. We have one email this episode, and it's from your favorite person, Robert Truck, and my favorite person. Oh, after you decide you don't hate him anymore for... Well, that's what this comes back to, and I, I need you as a witness, and I know you're never on my side, but bear with me. This says, Dear Jason Johansson. There's no comma, comma between the two, so he's combined our names <laughs> That that just pisses me off right this yeah. right off the bat. <laughs> Dear Jason Johansson, uh, Robert Truck, I've enjoyed the live stream. I enjoyed the live stream, and in the episode that followed, found out that Tucky's ghost has a reason for haunting you the way he does. He dislikes you even more than recasting, and it would be hilarious to hear Tucky rant the way he used to about that subject. Make it happen. I also found out that I was being blamed for something I never did, which was taunting and busting on Walker for buying all those paints. Turns out it was a different Robert, but does that make it into your so-called corrections segment? Haven't heard a word about it, but can't say I am not surprised. I get it. Jason needs to put down others to feel validated in some way, which would be kind of like me putting down a late Shep Payne who isn't around to defend himself to make me feel uh, like a better modeler. Maybe Shep's ghost will pay you a visit some evening. It's entirely possible. And by the way, he would be on my side. So there's the next paragraph. I am almost positive. I mentioned I had the wrong Robert in a couple episodes. And it was in passing. It wasn't officially in the corrections episode. So I will officially make the correction here. It was. I thought Robert Torres in the comments was Robert Trock alias. Turns out it's Scuzzfinks alias in the comments. And that's who's been busting on me about buying stuff. So Robert Trock, not Robert Torres. I am sorry. And I apologize. It was not you. Again, he speed reads. Oh, it's a Robert T. It's got to be Trock. <laughs> well, that's why I thought like he didn't want his name in there. Anyway. It was good to see my bud, John Diaz, on the last episode, and he brought up a good question, as did Danny. Will 3D printing ever be collectible? Probably not. And even though no hand-sculpted resin kits were ever made with that in mind, it's, it is part of this hobby that makes it cool and intriguing. It's kind of like growing up being excited to watch Wizard of Oz one night of the year on TV. But now it can be watched anywhere, anytime. Not anything wrong with that, but the event of our entire family catching it in one night is gone now. Lusting after a rare kit and finally scoring one will always be around, but anything 3D printed will probably never have that kind of mystique. 
Having traveled to Japan several times, had opportunities to seek kits, see kits in person that will most likely never see the light of day again. And it was really cool. Not to the level of being able to touch the Kong armature that Bob Burns brought to Wonderfest, but still pretty awesome. Jason, when are you going to shave the beard and grow one of those dopey Chicago mustaches? Scott, too. Why don't both of you wear Model Club sweaters and pig out on Italian beef, fries, and beer? During the show, duck hits. Oh, by the way, was Tucky at... Wait. Oh, and by the way, Tucky would go say, go fuck yourselves. Uh, yeah. I'm not shaving. I'd love to do a super fans episode. <laughs> oh, we're just talking our Chicago accents. Talking about uh, Italian beefs. What's your favorite beef sandwich, Scott? I don't uh, eat the beef. You don't uh, eat the beef. Why don't you eat the beef? Oh, I, I like the Vienna dog, though. Uh, it's a nice dog. Where's your favorite hot dog, please? I, you know, I don't like hot dogs out. I make my own at home, the Vienna Frank. No, you got to have your favorite. What kind of Chicagoan does not have their favorite hot dog stand? I, how do you think I eat my hot dog? Straight raw out the pack? No. You're one of those weirdos? I eat it like your mom. Oh. No. Um, <laughs> I eat my hot dog. <laughs> Boy, for those of you that just listen, you missed a gem. Um, <laughs> it's, all right. uh, I eat my hot dogs plain. So and you don't like the beef sandwich? You don't like a beef sandwich? No. What? All that gravy and all that, all that mess. Oh, beef like is the, the best. Carcass. Oh my God. With some jardinera. Come on. What the hell else? Some For those of yeah. you who ever come to Chicago, there's the, do not go to Portillo's. That is not. Portillo's is not the best beef sandwich. It's Al's. And there's a couple other ones. Not Portillo. Um, For those of you that come to Chicago and think deep dish pizza is pizza, it's not. It's okay. good, but it is not I, our standard pizza. I like it occasionally. It's not what people eat here. So, And don't say tavern style or pub cut, whatever that garbage is. It's thin crust. Cut into squares. Pizza should always be cut into squares, not triangles. But pie cut is what you're referring to. Yeah, pie cut. That New York shit. I'm okay with a small pizza being cut. Small, yeah. yes. Small is the only, because uh, it gives you too small of a triangle. Yes. Small triangles is fine. Any pizza over that, squares. We have right, uh, so five voicemails. Some new characters. The first one is the Rat King. Yes, Jason Walker. This is the Rat King. I heard you like Dirty Down. Well, down in the sewers, we have many flavors and palettes of Dirty Down. You can fill your little bottles of paint with putrid, fresh meat, beyond dead, toxic waste, and all those fabulous colors you want to use to paint your figural model. Come down to the lair of the Rat King. <laughs> all right, hold on. Those are some great paint names, actually. <laughs> Rotting meat, putrid. What? Those are good names. I, Rat King. You sound an awful lot like the Joker. Yeah, I was gonna say that same thing. So maybe yeah. we should go to that now. Yeah, maybe. let's go to the straight to the Joker voicemail. Let's do a little comparison. I think they both sound a lot like Robert Truck. Jason Walker is a bit of a convention whore. He likes to 
Reed got in touch, people. Everywhere he goes. He should keep his hands to himself, though. (laughs) (laughs) And I will hot wax his beard for Angela A.I. when time is appropriate. Bye. So now the Joker's referencing Angela A.I. So I think we'll go straight to the Angela A.I. voicemail. I love that people are using our show to work their material. This is work out their character. This is Allison AI of Allison YouTube. AI. Ed 209 pacification units have been dispersed to Chicago because Chicago is a flaming hellhole. <laughs> and Jason Walker and Scott Johansson choose to live in the fields of Chicago. Ed 209 will clean up the streets in less than a week. El Gum will be gone. Goodbye. All right, I want to clarify something. Yeah, I I know what you're going to say. Go ahead. We live in the suburbs of Chicago. (laughs) Okay. Now, Jason's suburb. You can't speak that. Your suburb ain't that great either, my friend. You go a couple blocks over. So, yeah, I don't even think Ed 209 stands a chance in certain neighborhoods here. Uh, And we have a new character that is called in who sounds an awful lot like Allison AI. Here we go. It's Sarah's ghost. Who's Sarah? I don't know. This is Sarah. I'm the spirit in your You invaded my space. Now I will haunt you forever, tormenting you in your dreams, for touching and living in my house. I died 120 years ago. Goodbye. It sounds like Sarah's very unhappy with you. Yeah, and this house wasn't here 120 years ago. But... <laughs> All right. And now our favorite. Our favorite. This, and this could be one of my all-time favorites. The ghost of Tucky has returned. Joe Hampson, me, John, from the grave. Scotty, I have a little ditty for you. Ready? One, two, three, four, Scott, the guy we can't ignore. He talks a lot about monsters. Oh, what a bore. He's never built or painted. That's for sure. Scotty, Scotty, Chatterbox Supreme, monster models in his dreams. He'll tell you tales that sound so keen, but his kits remain untouched, unseen. He's got the knowledge. Uh, or so he claims about every monster and all their names. But when it comes to building, it's all just games. His collection of kits, they're still in chains. So next time you hear Scott go on and on about monster models from dusk till dawn, just remember his expertise is a con. He's the talkative expert, but his kits are gone. Scotty, Scotty with words so grand. Monster models slip through his hands. He'll keep on talking. That's his stand. But building and painting, huh, just ain't his plan. Well, there you have it. Fuck Scott Joe Hampson and fuck Jason Walker, too. Classic. I, that deserves, like, a Grammy nomination well, for spoken word, I think. Like, holy cow. And I'm going to tell you something. But before you say that, 
he nailed one minute, like exactly one minute that that was rehearsed. Well done, ghost. Go ahead. Anybody that knew John well for any period of time in your relationship, whether it went bad or not, knows that this is the kind of thing he would do just for fun. Okay, so whoever this is, this is priceless stuff. Okay, this is this is gold. Okay, and uh, I wish we could get him on. Um, just do a blank screen. He doesn't have to show his face and let us interview the ghost of John. I, I'm still, I'm like 90% sure it's actually a ghost or not 10%, 10% it's actually a ghost using the internet. Oh my God. All right, everybody. That's the show. Sorry. It was a little weird. This episode, things kind of went sideways. Uh, if you need anything again, we have Scott has his new beat of the mutual admiration society, the Jaeger beat, uh, send emails to him at. Oh, S Johansson, eight, two, three at yahoo.com. And then the rest of us for everything else, model club TV at gmail.com, uh, gallery pictures, anything else you want to send there again, please send there, there or the Facebook group. And then also the phone number is 708-816-4299. Work out your new character acts and send those voicemails in. So go ahead. Yes, Scott. And I've already uh, repackaged up my uh, Rob Luker. Oh, and, oh uh, damn it. <laughs> there we go. Sprung that one on me. <laughs> so, anyway. All right. We'll see you next time, everybody. Next time. And mark your calendars. March 30th live show see you you said i didn't have to tell you to say goodbye oh you're so nice you a dick <laughs>